Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That makes me actually like Sorry, upset. That's awful. <laughs> this is an impossible situation. Like, I don't know how to help. And we want you guys to be the best of yourselves on your wedding day. You okay? No, she's not okay. I'm in this mother wedding. I feel like if someone has to say something to her, it would have to be me. Yeah, it's terrifying. What am I supposed to say? Hey, definitely not right now. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that right now, but like, could you imagine being engaged and knowing that you're I don't have anything in common As one of Amanda's very good friends and a bridesmaid, I'm disturbed to a point that I am extremely uncomfortable. Amanda deserves Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Summer House Edition. I'm back after what felt like a pretty long break and I'm back to recap. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you guys. I took a little bit of a break for my birthday. So thank you everybody who shouted me out, wished me happy birthday. It was really, really kind of you. Um, If you forgot, you know, I, you know, if you... Uh, respond well to guilt trips and you want to take a little click on over to the World Wide Web and give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I wouldn't stop you. I'll say that. Um, But with that being said, let's get into it. Let's really get into it. I didn't talk about Summer House last week, not because I wanted to take the break, just because I had Sister Wives to finish. And so you know, I, I've been fortunate in the episodes that I haven't recapped and that a lot of what happens is like establishing for the episodes that I actually am recapping. So what happened last week? Andrea had his bondage party. Um, still the back and forth with Paige. I more on that later. And we end the episode with Danielle establishing herself as the resident summer house bone collector by telling Paige and Sierra what Kyle had told her earlier, which is that uh, Amanda's a bitch and that the only thing that they have in common was Loverboy. I feel like, did I hallucinate the part where he used the word bitch to describe her? Am I making that up? I'm actually going to have to pause and see because let me just pause. <laughs> Yep. Okay. I was right. He did say Amanda's such a fucking bitch sometimes to Danielle. Um, I feel like that didn't come up again 
And we just talked about the uh, comment that he made about the only thing that he and Amanda have in common being lover boy. I feel like I would have really liked to know about the bitch of it all. You know, that seems like significantly more upsetting than the other thing, which is upsetting and dark. But I feel like y'all know that. I don't feel like Amanda knows he's out here in these streets just fully calling her a bitch because I'll be damned. You know, Women's History Month, I will be damned. No man has ever called me a bitch to my face. I know what's happened behind my back. I know that. And I've earned it greatly, gladly, happily. But nobody has said it to my face. And like, they know better because I would be in jail. You know, love after lockup. That would be me. Because you know what? Like, I'll show you a bitch. You know, you, you want to call me a bitch? I'll show you one. Okay. Anyway, why am I getting heated? This wasn't me. Um, so anyway, they're trying to figure out how to break the news to Amanda. Um, Paige starts to get upset. This would be one of, gosh, dozens of tears cried by most of the cast, all of the female cast anyway, over the course of this episode. Um, the least of which, surprisingly, was Amanda. More on that later. Um, but Amanda says, excuse me, uh, Paige says in a confessional that she's disturbed to the point where she is extremely uncomfortable and she feels like Amanda deserves better than that. So meanwhile, on the other side of the party, Kyle's trying to, in my opinion, trying to um, be like uh, bosom buddies with Robert with regard to their uh, failed relationships or to be clear, what Kyle believes to be a, a failure on the part of Danielle and Robert. But the issue is that Robert and Danielle actually communicate with each other. And so they're actually okay now, which is what Kyle finds out. Um, then Kyle tries to slyly mention that, yeah, maybe I kind of vented to Danielle earlier. And <laughs> Robert was like, yeah, speaking of Danielle, she's like, uh, hey, babe, literally right behind you right now. So maybe keep cool. Let's not do that. So um, he manages to skate out of that conversation. But so they have to like pretend like they're not gossiping. Uh, speaking of fake outs, Amanda's like trying to find where Paige and Sierra are now because they've now gone back to their um, bed <laughs> to gossip about her more. And excuse me, you guys, as soon as they realize that Amanda's coming into the room, they're like, oh, let's get up real quick and try to pretend like we're doing our lipstick and be like, Hey girl, what are you up to? Oh, the classic fake out. She should have seen that. What woman hasn't been in a position where you're like talking shit about one of your friends and you have, you have to divert by being like putting it on them. Like, what are you doing? What are you up to girl? It's like, I don't know. I walked in on you. What are you doing? <laughs> I love being a woman. Happy woman's history month to us all. So the party continues. Carl's dancing in the pool by himself, fully clothed. Kyle's in the kitchen burping up a shot in 1942. I mean, that is about the least attractive thing <laughs> I've ever seen Kyle do. I mean, that man will like half consciously eat a tortilla chip, like half a bag of tortilla chips. And that was significantly more attractive than him just like burping up that night. Ugh. And it was like the bottom of a 1942 bottle. You know, everybody in that house was probably necking that bottle all night playing like, Oh, you know, balling out of control, big pimp in style. And then he's just drinking all of those people's saliva. It was literally like a PCR test at the bottom of that. And then he just spit it up all over the counter. I, I can't, I, I shouldn't have even talked about it anyway. Um, so then Andrea takes two girls into Luke's room. Luke's only storyline this episode is that he put up red lights in his room, like the TLC uh, video. I That was it. Why does Alex have more of a storyline of him being a flop, which is not a storyline that I want to watch, than Luke? I asked for one himbo, and I feel like I'm giving getting negative one because Alex sucks all the air out of the room and he's giving less time to my number one himbo, Luke. And so, no more. I have to say, seems like a gentle man, a kind person. He's got nice eyes, great gowns, beautiful muscles. No, thank you. I'm done. Don't even come to the reunion. What are you going to talk? What is he going to talk about? <laughs> Speaking of Alex, he's trying to flirt with... Sierra, I guess, by like being like, hey, uh, give me a shot. And I'll get down. He got down on his knees. But then, you know, he does absolutely nothing. Which is why 
She doesn't want to hook up with you. And then you know what? Uh, Miss uh, Steal Your Girl comes along, this random woman who's like, goes up to Sierra with all the confidence in the world. And was like, hey, have you ever been with a woman? Do you, do you want to? Like right now? And so Alex is like, do I need to leave? She's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You stake your claim. You make it known. Okay? Confidence. As the party's winding down, Maya's looking around, realizing that this is another party. She hasn't found a man, but she's actually okay with it because this is a bondage theme party. And I know it's bondage, you guys. You don't, don't, don't comment. I know it's bondage. This is a bondage party. And she did, she's like, I don't want to meet this. Like, I don't see my future meeting a guy at a bondage party. I don't know what that would mean for him. I definitely don't know what it would mean for me, but I don't want to find out. So, um, shout out to Maya, by the way, shout out to her because I ordered her cookies a couple weeks ago and I am sure <laughs> she just got absolutely slammed with orders because she's just being an absolute angel on the show. And I know that people want to support her. Um, they had a lot of issues, but their customer service has actually been really great. They've been really nice. They've given me a refund on my shipping. They gave me a promo code. So order her cookies like, you know, like in a month from now, <laughs> order them a month from now. I'm really excited. They're coming. They're on their way. I'm, I'm really excited. I've heard they're very good. I got uh, the six pack of assorted. This is like this is like how I know she's really my bitch is that you just pick like any six of her flavors. So I'm really excited. Really, really excited. Anyway, she didn't find a man. Sorry to you girl, but you looked really hot. We all did really. And one thing that I do want to say about Maya from last episode is that she and Carl went to the Hamptons that weekend together and the chemistry, you guys, why did that not happen? Why did they not broach the subject, because I'm seeing a lot of chemistry. Oh, because he told her that he was seeing a girl. The blonde girl. That's why. Mm. You know, like, I keep saying that, like, I know you guys think because I feel like Carl and I are endgame that I'm hating on his relationship with Lindsay. Again, I am not. I love Lindsay. <laughs> I love her. I don't like the relationship. I don't see it. I'm sorry. I, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I don't. I just. They love each other and I know it, but I just don't think that they're soulmates. Sorry. <laughs> so Craig is continuing to text Paige and he's like, oh, what was your night like? And she mentions that they played a blindfold makeout game. Maybe she kissed Andrea a little, no big deal. And then Craig calls her. Because this is over text message. So then Craig calls her and he's like, well, explain what you meant by make out. And she's like, well, you know, it really wasn't that big a deal. And then Craig says, well, I don't like it when you make out because it makes us look. And then she um, talks over him. And in that moment, I was like, oh, they're together. Like, at this point, I would believe that maybe pre... Uh, Kristen Cavallari situation that maybe they weren't officially together, but I think that there have been some off camera conversations and they were thinking, okay, I'm going to be in this house. Let's just continue to play up this circle square rhombus love rhombus thing that we have going on with Andrea and Kristen until the season's over. And then we'll get together. I feel like at this point they're like officially together. And now it's like, you know, we talked about this, like you can keep it cute with Andrea. You guys can flirt, but like, we didn't talk about making out. That's too far now. It's entirely also possible that Craig's being a complete hypocrite because we've seen this happen before, not only from him, but every guy on Southern charm. But I suspect, I think I'm right. So then Craig says, well, you know, I can't come back to the house now. Like, I don't like it. And then he says that he's going to go back to bed and they hang up. And at that point in a confessional page says, I'm pretty sure you were the one who said that we weren't exclusive. So, you know, me kissing somebody during doesn't during a game doesn't really compare to you sleeping with blondes all over the hills of California. And then she walks into the closet. Sierra and Maya walk into the room and find her upset. And then she just starts like 
sobbing, like full on heaving. You would have thought somebody died kind of crying. And I was going to be like, girl, don't do it. Like, this is really embarrassing. Like, stand up, you know? We don't want to be down this bad over Craig. But then Carl did something that made me want to run into a closet and cry. And, you know, we're really going to have to reevaluate our uh, relationship after this. So he, they're, like, trying to order, you know, fourth meal, post-party situation. And he orders Burger King over McDonald's? Ew. I'm not a burger queen. I don't get it. I don't like the smell. It's like fake barbecue smell, like fake cookout smell. I don't like it. I, their fries are like death to me. They do have good Hershey pies. I will say that, but that was just really like deeply upsetting to me as somebody who's had not one, but two birthdays at McDonald's. And will probably, probably has at least one clogged artery on behalf of McDonald's. I just feel like that was, I don't know, something that Carl could have, you know, walked, walked me through before he said that on camera. So anyway, back to Sierra and Maya. These two queens are trying to tell Paige, do not waste your tears on Craig. And then she gets a text from Craig who says, you know, I was just taken aback by that information. So they're like, girl, do not text him back. So she doesn't. So the morning comes, she gets another text from Craig and he says, you know, everything's okay. I just wasn't expecting to hear that. But you also understand what it feels like getting that information. And I hate when men do that. I hate when they're like, well, you should know how it feels because I did that to you. (laughs) That is not how it works, sir. Like, I am not feeling this overwhelming sense of like empathy for you because you hurt me. And now I'm not supposed like, I'm supposed to rise above and not do that same behavior to you. Fuck off. <laughs> so shout out to Sierra for saying suck my dick. Okay. Speaking of Sierra, Carl's been trying to figure out who was in his mouth earlier at the bondage party. And he finds out as the guys, including Alex, are, you know, kicking it after the party. And he's like, yeah, I just found out that uh, the person who made out with me was Sierra. And Alex's face was just like, womp, 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 womp. (laughs) So then we see Sierra talking about the situation. Apparently, Carl thought this was one of the top five hottest makeouts of his entire life. And Sierra says that she feels like Alex was probably like one person away from them when they were making out. But you know what? Here's the thing. Was it her proudest moment? No. Was it hot? Yes. Would she do it again? Absolutely. And this is a Sierra that I like. This is a Sierra that I want to see more of. The one who was just incredibly horny for Carl and um, unapologetic because if the man's not going to, you know, you know, we probably shouldn't be recommending that a man just like go out there and take it from a woman these days. But what we should be doing is um, just like a, a better version of that. I don't really know what that looks like, but it doesn't like he's giving Alex at this point is like Angela for my so-called life. And that's just like not attractive to me personally. And it doesn't seem to be attractive to Sierra either. Honestly, I might be onto something. Is Sierra Jordan Catalano and is Austin Rayon Graff? Hmm. Let's, let's, hmm. The parallels. I, I'm going to have to work this out later. Um, so then Danielle walks into the room where all the girls are gossiping, Sierra and Paige, and they decide to go have like a full meeting logistics meeting on how they're going to break this news to Amanda. They decide on wardrobe location, the general tone that's supposed to be happening. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't pull out have Stravi do a, a PowerPoint about this. And they were like, okay, let's just go out to the pool tomorrow or later. Easy breezy. We'll all be wearing our bikinis, kicking it. And we'll just like, you know, Just give her this information. No judgment. You do with it what you will. Okay? Honestly, I was going to judge the whole wardrobe choice situation until we saw Amanda walk out with her bikini. And you know what? If anything, the presence of her titties is going to be relaxing to me during this conversation. Um, I'll be able to receive the information better. And so I thank you. That was a smart choice on Paige's behalf. Um, Another thing 
I don't generally love Paige's like fast fashion, it only looks good on me because I'm skinny vibe, but I did like her poolside look. Andrea said that it was giving like Positano because Italy. I thought it was giving like French Riviera, just like vintage 50s. I thought that was like a really cute look on her. So point point for you, Paige. Um, so the ladies all go, they sit by the pool. Danielle tries to gauge what what is going on with Amanda by being like, hey, so are you excited about the wedding? Are you guys uh, feeling any more in sync at home? And Amanda's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Fair enough. So Danielle says, well, I just feel like you guys come out to the Hamptons. A lot of stuff comes to a head. And then she tries to soften the blow by saying, you know, Kyle said something. And I just feel like maybe he was venting. But then Paige takes it a little bit more serious and says, you know, I just feel like if everybody knows something, you deserve to know as well. The weird thing is, did you guys catch this? That before they go into what Kyle said, Amanda says to them, I already know everything that he said. Do you guys think that she knew? Or do you think that that was like a warning of like, I don't want to repeat this. So let's not get into it. Because I kind of feel like it might be the latter. But anyway, she, they go on to say, um, Paige tells Amanda, Kyle said that he feels like you guys don't have anything in common except for Loverboy. And Amanda says, well, you know, Kyle gets in a mood and he says mean things when he's upset, which is not right. It's not fair. So at this point, Paige starts crying and she says, I'm a bridesmaid. I'm in your wedding. I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have to come to you like this. But what I do want for you is like for you to be happy. And sometimes I see you too and I just don't know if you guys are. And I hate that for you. And I hate that I even have to talk about this right now. But like if the shoe were on the other foot and my fiance was saying that the only thing he had in common with me is our business, I would want you to say that to me. And at this point, Amanda starts crying and she says that with the pandemic, it was really hard on them. They couldn't escape their own feelings. Loverboy was the only real like joy that they had and that their relationship really took a backseat. Now, that is like probably the most information that we've gotten. And that makes complete sense to me, right? Like you guys are living together. You're not able to go out. You're stuck doing business together in this apartment. I'm sure that with everybody home, the sales of Loverboy were probably doing really damn well. And the show was doing really well at the time. And I could see like, oh, it's like, oh my gosh, we see the success in our business. Like she's doing the sweatshirts and, and the, the merch stuff. And he's, you know, doing the sales. And I'm sure that probably was like, oh my gosh, this is like a win for us. And then their relationship ended up taking a back seat because of it. Like I get that. I really do. So then Maya starts to cry and she's coming from the perspective of, Hey, I was engaged for a long time. I'm the one who had to break things off. I absolutely get how hard it is. Um, but it ended up being the best decision in my life because I'm happier now. I know that there's more out there for me because I wasn't getting what I needed from chef Kwame, even though I loved him. Then Amanda starts to get teary eyed a little bit more. And she's like, you guys are making me cry. But I thought her general reaction towards the whole situation was very concerning. I, obviously, it's been obvious to me that over this season, Amanda's been very conscious of the cameras. And I'm sure she probably always has been. But last season, it was basically them versus Hannah. So they didn't really have to focus on their relationship because they had this sort of shared enemy kind of. Um, but where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, but now that we're seeing the real thing, I think it's just become very obvious that she is, it's almost like she's having to stop herself from looking at the cameras around her and is just trying to kind of produce or self produce in real time to keep things looking cute. Because she knows in the back of her mind, like, this is going to be on TV. This is going to be on TV in a few months. Uh, 
I don't really want my mom calling me and saying, hey, there's a car to come pick you up because your ass is coming back to New Jersey. Like, I, I get that. But it's also like, this is not good, girl. This is not good. I mean, it, obviously, at this point, they're only in the house like a couple nights a week. So the fact that these blow ups keep happening on the weekends really is like, well, what's happening during the weekdays when you guys are alone? You know, because if things were even like 50% better <laughs> than what we're seeing on the show, y'all wouldn't be coming up in this house all that upset. You wouldn't be, Amanda, um, constantly muttering under your breath about how you hate him. You don't want to sleep with him. Why do I have to share a room with him? He's disgusting. <laughs> like, And he wouldn't be running over to Danielle and trying to say, make friends with Robert over his messed up relationship. Like, you guys are both screaming and you're not understanding that like, the toothpaste is already out of the tube. Clearly everybody sees it and I get it. You don't want to air your very dirtiest laundry on television, but it's being aired. <laughs> you like trying to clean this up isn't helping. I don't think it's actually helping a thing. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. So intermixed with this big conversation this like red table talk with all the ladies kyle has decided to take a shower but then when he comes out he realizes hey they're all still talking i'm sure he looked out the window and saw that several of them are crying and so he goes downstairs to where alex and uh, andrea are waiting for the women to finish their scene so they can go home clearly and he's like hey do you guys know what they're talking about they're like no. <laughs> Kyle's like, I'm going to go outside and figure it out. And as soon as he leaves, Alex is like, um, yeah, I think they were talking about him. And Andrea was like, yeah, I, I didn't want to ask. <laughs> didn't want to get into it. So as Kyle's walking out, the girls, like Paige and the rest of them are all saying, they just want Amanda to be happy, that they're supportive of her either way. And it's not anything against Kyle because they love him too. But she just needs to go with her gut. Amanda's only real response is that I know what a healthy relationship should look like. And I know that you guys want the best for me, just like I want the best for you guys. So at this point, Kyle is walking up to the ladies and he's like, hey, like, what's up? You guys have been out here for a while. Can I ask what we're talking about? <laughs> so dead silence for about five seconds. And then Amanda's like, well, they said that you said we had nothing in common except for Loverboy. 
And then about another 10 seconds of silence. And Kyle's like, well, you know, we have a lot on our plate right now and it's hard to find time for us. And I've just been stretched to the max. And Amanda says, well, you take a lot of that out on me and it shows. And this is where I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like Amanda keeps trying to make herself the victim of the situation and say that Kyle's doing all these things to mess up their relationship. He's the one that's going out, even though we signed a legally binding contract on a post-it note. Excuse me. He's the one who's talking shit behind my back and now everybody knows it. But obviously Kyle is not happy either. And he feels like she's not stepping up to the plate either and he keeps saying you keep saying you're you're unhappy but like I'm not getting my needs met here and I'm not the one saying it um I don't know I don't know he just seems equally as unhappy as her he really does so Paige tells both of them very wisely at your wedding day and that piece of paper that you signed is not going to change anything about your relationship. It's not going to make your situation less stressful. (laughs) And then Sierra starts to cry and she's like, you know, I'm just really concerned about you guys. And, you know, it's not like we're trying to talk shit about y'all, but I would just be devastated if my fiance was saying this sort of thing to my friends. Looks like in the preview for next week that, um, Ooh, Austin seems to have no problem doing quite a few things in front of all of Sierra's friends, but I guess we'll talk about that next week. Kyle tells the women that there's no bone in his body that is considering postponing or even canceling the wedding. But to be brutally honest, sometimes he thinks that it's just the nature of a relationship when you're five or six years in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then Amanda says, Well, if I'm going to be brutally honest, sometimes you're just an asshole and it's not a good quality, Kyle. And so then Paige decides to end the conversation by being like, well, I guess we can go inside and get some bagels. (laughs) And so Kyle has Amanda hold back for a second. And Amanda's like, you know, it's really shitty that you would say that all we have in common is love of her boy. And again, like, (laughs) how are you going to feel out feel when he you find out that he called you the other thing? How about that? So Amanda tells Kyle that there have to be some improvements and that it can't be the same cycle of shit all the time. Kyle starts crying. They hug. They say, I love you. And Kyle starts saying, you know, I've been working my ass off. I just want us to have a happily ever after. And Amanda basically has to remind Kyle again, people are talking shit about us and the this needs to be addressed. Like our issues need to be addressed because there's less than two months before our wedding. I just feel like they're not like saying the real thing because I feel like they tell their truths and then he says he's stressed and he says that I've been working so hard and then he cries and then they, they make up. That's not a resolution. (laughs) You know, like that I don't, that doesn't solve anything. And that's why you guys keep fighting because what does that do? Like as a resident crybaby, at some point you got to open your mouth and actually talk and I wish Kyle would be more vocal about like what it is that he needs why he's so angry why he's so stressed why isn't Amanda asking like why are you so stressed out what can I do to help you partner person I'm about to marry anything that I could do that would be less stressful and keep you from calling me a bitch seven weeks before our wedding anything anything at all not that like she is responsible for him calling her a bitch but you guys know what I mean like You guys are partners, and I just, I'm not seeing a partnership here, is what I'm saying. They go back inside, everybody's eating their bagel. Carl tells everybody that he's planned a birthday party for Kyle that's gonna be on Wednesday in the city. And as everybody's getting ready to go, Andrea and Paige are in like the foyer area. And Andrea hugs Paige, and he starts to lean in to kiss her, but then Paige immediately moves away looks right at the camera and bolts, (laughs) leaving him just like high and dry. And in a talking head, Andrea says that he feels like he can feel Paige pulling away from him and he misses when they only had eyes for each other. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I heard some rumor about him possibly having had a girlfriend during this time. Uh, but I think he said that that was not true. I'm sorry, you guys, New York is happening outside. I don't know if you guys can hear the, uh, honking, but 
my bad. Um, so whether or not he has a girlfriend, you guys know that I've been leading this campaign that I don't think that Andrea really cares. I think Andrea knows that he's filming a show. I think he knows that it would be interesting to have a love triangle on the show. And I don't really think that he's that interested in Paige. I think he couldn't go back to Italy and was like, you know, let me get this check and I'll, I'll flirt with this very cute girl and act like I like her when the really stakes are not high for me, you know, like there's no losing for him. If he ends up being the hot Italian model who gets his heart broken, you know, that that's a very winning situation for Andrea. And I see you then before everybody leaves the house, we get this, off-camera footage of Kyle and Amanda in their bedroom. They're clearly, like, making out with each other. It's this very strange, like, lust, sadness conversation where we can hear them kissing. And then Kyle says, I know it's tough. And Amanda says, I just want everybody to be happy and excited for us because I know how excited we are and it's shitty to see everybody so worried about, about us. And then Kyle starts crying again. So then we're back in the city, you know, typical summer house. We just get quick clips. So we see Andrea in a building near the Empire State Building um, in like some wrestling panties and the trash bag from the uh, Supa Dupa Fly music video. Uh, Great. Carl goes on a date with some blonde chick. I'm not going to talk about it. Yes, I am a hater, but that's not why. It was just because their entire conversation seemed to be about like, uh, their love languages and like I don't care <laughs> I, I know that girls from love is blind or no love island I don't I've never seen it I, I heard her season was actually quite good but I don't care um also I, I mean obviously they're not together so <laughs> whatever um so then Lindsay and Danielle go to a fertility doctor Lindsay's trying to seek out options about freezing her eggs. And she tells Danielle, you know what? I think this might be a good idea for me because if I, you know, kind of put a halt in time in terms of my fertility, then maybe I could be more discerning about the guys that I pick. And I'm maybe actually look for ones that I actually like rather than ones that I should just mate with. (laughs) And Danielle says, you know what? Great idea. (laughs) So, um, Then, so she's had blood work before this appointment. So they're going to see the results of the blood work and they go to the office. She was supposed to be like a two point something for a woman of 35. She was actually like a 3.8 or something like that, which was actually the numbers for a 28 year old woman. You guys, (laughs) I screamed when they screamed, they held hands. Amanda, excuse me, Lindsay's sheer delight of knowing that she has the eggs of a 28 year old woman. I've never seen her happier. The The fact that they were like screaming in each other's faces, gripping each other's hands. Like, you know, when Oprah used to do on her show, when she had an aha moment, she would grab the woman by their hands and just shake her, you know, like, like a rag doll. <laughs> it was like that. It was touching. And I loved it. I really, I really love their love for each other. You know, when we look back and years after the show, we're going to realize, maybe we should just realize now that the greatest love story ever told of Summer House is that between Lindsay and Danielle. There's no better, I would say, best friendship on Bravo than Lindsay and Danielle. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. I usually don't think I'm wrong. So, you know, that might presented so instead of issues but in this case I don't think I'm wrong I feel good about that after that news she is like flying high on the way to her quick ultrasound down the hallway just yelling you know young in the ovaries Botox in the face and you know what put that on our our new currency okay no e pluribus unum unum no more okay um so then Kyle has a FaceTime conversation with his mom. And it appears that now his uh, feelings on this whole situation with the conversation with the girls is something that he should be mad about. So he tells his mom that he and Amanda had a little bump. (laughs) 
Okay. A little bump in the road. And, you know, maybe that little bump ended up with him getting 25 missed calls on his phone and his Aqua de Joe bottle uh, smashed in a bathroom in the Hamptons, but sure, a little bump, just a little bump. Uh, But now that they're back in the house, they're under the microscope, you know, all eyes on them in the center of the ring, just like a circus, I guess. And that everybody's questioning their relationship. He's feeling disheartened because some of those people are actually in the wedding party that are saying bad things. And then Kyle's mom reminds him, you know what? Relationships are never easy. It's a stressful time leading up to the wedding. Just, Take a lot of deep breaths. You know, I know you guys love each other. It's going to be fine. And so Kyle's like, you know what? What were you doing six weeks before your wedding? Trying to have an ally? Again, fails. Fails miserably. She's like, oh, I don't think you want to know. He's like, no. Like, I definitely want to know. She's like, well, I was topless in Greece. And he's like, you know what? I actually don't want to know that. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) So... You know, I speak for all of America when I say I I want that for, for Amanda too. We all want Amanda to be just free and topless in Greece or America. You know, she could do it on Park Avenue and 36th Street if she wants to. I'll be there. I'll be there. I love her boobs, you guys. <laughs> do you guys know, you TikTok girlies know that sound that's like, take them titties out because you know I want to see them. <laughs> Every time I think about that with Amanda, I don't want to objectify her. You know, it is Women's History Month, but I do. I do. In the most loving, girl boss, equal, equality way. I do. I do. Anyway. Um, So everybody meets up for Kyle's birthday at the watermark. And Lindsay's in a great mood. She is practically floating on air. She's got the uh, egg level of Ariana Grande. Yes, I did Google um, female celebrities who were 28. Okay. That was the best one. It was either her or Megan Trainer. So <laughs> I think I think I picked wisely. Anyway, um, so then in walks a ghost from Summer House Past and that it was none other than Lindsay's ex-boyfriend Everett. Now, <sighs> this is going to be difficult. I would just like to say that Everett terrifies me. Something about his face just gives me the idea that he has said the N-word dozens of times in his past and that he might say it to me. With that being said, he was like the only former cast member that I could think of that I'd be like, "Mm, okay, you're back. That's fine. Not like filled with dread. I mean, it could have been Jordan. Could have been a lot worse. I appreciated his cameo, if only for the reason we got that flashback of her, Lindsay, popping the fuck off on him at, like, what were they, at Topping Rose or something? She's pointing at him, like, I'm going to go in bed with a man in a bed. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Our first activation out of Lindsay. Mm. Do you remember where you were when when you saw that? A moment that will go down in history, truly. Um, I also forgot that she had gotten a nose job during all this. Like, great work. Really, really subtle, nice work done. Not, I'm not even being shady. That's real. Great job. So then Everett reveals that he has an engagement ring. Okay, great. You're not on the show. I don't care. Lindsay says she's totally fine now because, you know, she's got the uterus of Megan Trainer. And frankly, you know, from my perspective, you know, ev- never mind. Because I was going to body shame them. I'm not going to get into it. But, like, I'll just say that... Um, you know, sometimes people, um, I will just say that, no, <laughs> maybe if you DM me, I'll tell it. I'll just say it. It's just because they both have like bad noses. Like, and I just think that their noses wouldn't be compatible with a child. That That's just what I, they don't have bad noses. Everybody is beautiful. Their noses just weren't compatible with having, with procreation. Well, I'll just say that. Like, we just have to realize sometimes I think we get far removed from our nose jobs and we think, oh, our kids are going to look like this nose. And they're, they're not, you know, it's not going to be that way. Right? Okay. Sorry. Like, I don't feel good about saying that. Okay. But like, it's the truth. Okay. I, I know it wasn't nice. I know it wasn't nice. So let's move on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. The ladies sit down to see, like, Sierra, Paige, Maya, Let's see if anybody's spoken to Amanda since they left the house that weekend. And Paige says she talked to her the next day. Sierra says she talked to her on Tuesday. And that when she talked to her, Amanda was totally fine, totally understanding, knows that the women were just coming to her from a loving place and were trying to be supportive. And then Maya asked the middle million-dollar question of, um, do we know how Kyle feels about the situation? And Paige says, you know what? I didn't even think about it. <laughs> didn't even consider that. Um, so then they ask what's going on with Craig and Paige. And she says that Craig called her and was like making all these claims. Like, I really like you. I miss you. I need to treat you better. And he's going to be coming into the house on Sunday. So I guess we're not going to be seeing him next week just austin Mm, that's that's shame (laughs) i just feel like if we're gonna get austin i would at least like a pairing of craig have we seen austin really on his own Ooh, i'm scared now that i think about this we really haven't seen him like on his own in the summer house this is not gonna be i mean we saw the preview he doesn't behave well Ooh, ugh. Ooh, okay anyway i hope you guys do your stretches for next week because it's gonna it's gonna go down. Things are really gonna heat up. Um, so anyway, Paige tells them she feels like they just get into these dumb little fights because they miss each other. And then Lindsay says, excuse me, not Lindsay. Paige says in a talking head that she realized that she liked Craig a lot more than she really thought because otherwise she wouldn't have cried in a closet over him. And the fact that he got so jealous means that she can tell he likes her a lot more than he was really trying to let on. So. She says she doesn't want to do anything at this point to jeopardize her future with Craig. And hooking up with Andrea is going to be something that would mess that up. Then we see a conversation at the party with Kyle and his best friend, Brett. And Kyle is clearly, he's committed this speech to memory. He has decided, I'm just going to tell everyone who will listen to me this same thing. Hope it sticks. And it doesn't seem to. So he tell, Kyle tells Brett, you know, uh, we've been planning a wedding. We're on that third time of trying to plan this wedding. We're trying to keep the excitement alive. We're six years in, but the fact that they're still together is a testament to their desire to be together. And Brett's looking at him like, uh-huh. <laughs> the look in Brett, his best friend who's not on the show's face, wasn't good wasn't great not great at all do you think kyle's parents know about this contract do you think that they found out about that uh drinking contract when we did Ooh. how would you feel if you saw on television for the first time your son saying that he has such a problem with drinking that he signed a contract to pay back his future parents-in-law if he couldn't control himself. That's deep. Then Kyle tells us that he and Amanda had a long therapy session and they're in a good space now, but he feels like some of the other younger women in the house don't get it. (laughs) Okay. Um, so then Kyle reveals in a talking head that he feels like what happened on Sunday was a full-on intervention 
and that basically he has been brewing and stewing on it for the past few days. <laughs> Kyle decides to gather everybody around to just a just massacre that I have not seen since the early seasons of Southern Charm when you know who would get too lit on whiskey and have everybody go to a dinner party and then tell them about their moral failings. You guys remember that? <laughs> just obliterate everybody. Just like bam, 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 bam. So Kyle starts off pretty good about how happy he is, how the friends at the party are like family to him, you know, Olive Garden style. And then he very quickly pivots and says, you know, there've been a lot of opinions and judgments about my relationship. And Amanda's standing like right next to him, arm in arm. And you can tell she's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, it's your birthday. Just remind that, please don't do this to me. I'm just going to dig my nails into your spine until you get it. But then Kyle goes on to say, you know, there have been questions and doubts. And all he's saying is, you know, until you're living with your significant other, uh, you're working with your significant other, um, you know, you're trying to figure out three different wedding dates and trying to keep the excitement alive. Uh, you just keep rambling and Amanda's like, please stop. <laughs> and Kyle goes on to say, you know, I don't really need the peanut gallery. Okay. And I just don't really need people questioning and I need loyal support throughout the wedding. So I guess Kyle has just incited some sort of coup and takeover of other people's feelings about him <laughs> and his bad relationship. And, um, okay. And now he's enforcing the rules that everybody just smile through it. Scream inside your heart <laughs> until this wedding is over. Okay. Cause you're not ruining me. Oh my God. Lindsay is like, what the fuck did I miss this week? <laughs> and then Amanda's trying to remind Kyle again, um, this is a birthday speech that you're supposed to be doing. And Kyle's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, you guys, she tells, he tells the audience, uh, she doesn't let me speak. So Amanda at this point is like, you know what? Gotta go. So she walks away. She's like, this is fucking awkward. You could see her as she thinks that she's not being recorded her eyes were like what the fuck was that <laughs> everybody in the in the audio crowd is looking horrified and confused alex looks like kyle just dropped a deuce on the on the stage like he just doesn't know what just happened the man is shook okay and amanda the episode ends with amanda being like that was so fucking weird and then it just cuts off. Oh, oh my God. I, I just, I, <laughs> once again, I did a poll to see last night as the episode aired last night to see, um, where everybody was feeling about Kyle and Amanda at this point. Um, I said, um, how are you feeling? Option one being shouldn't have gotten married and option two being still have hope. 86% of you guys said that they should not have gotten married. So we'll leave it on that. Um, I'll be back next week. I'm really excited. I look like it's going to be, an, like I said, a bunch of banger, banger episodes and an already very good and underwatched season. Why are people not watching Summer House? I'm very confused. But anyway, you guys, thank you guys so much for listening. <sighs> Thank me for speaking. Mm -hmm.